Let's get miserable, miserable. I wanna get miserable. Let's all get some miserable. Let me watch this piece of crap. Welcome to A Match Made in Space. I'm Allie Goodman. And I'm John Walter. And we are a married couple showing each other the 80s movies of our childhood. And uh, this week, I uh, apparently may have ended my marriage by showing Allie 1986's Cobra. Yeah, this was... Uh... <laughs> directed. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But he's direct, directed, you know, by, uh, I think, George Cosmo- Cosmatos. I just, I can't even read my own handwriting. Uh, screenplay by Academy Award winner Sylvester Stallone, uh, based on... Loosely based on the novel Fair Game by Paula Gosling, enough so that Stallone, uh, ever the, you know, mild-mannered person, apparently tried to uh, get hit an author credit on a reissue of the novel after the movie was released. And it stars Stallone, his then-girlfriend Brigitte Nielsen, uh, Rennie Santoni, who's uh, mainly known as Poppy from Seinfeld, uh, Brian Thompson as the killer, <laughs> Art Lafleur as that character actor who looks kind of like a catcher's mitt, uh, Lee Garlington as that character actor who is definitely not Stockard Channing, and David Rashi as that pretty funny guy who's wasted in a two-minute part in this movie. Um, I guess um, before uh, before I get into some uh, some bits and pieces of trivia about this one, uh, Allie, you want to give me the three or four sentence summary? This should be good. Sure. So there's. This guy, police officer, I will put it in quotes. So far, so good. Named Marion Cabretti, i.e. Cobra. That's our Stallone hero. Mm. And uh, he is fighting the forces of evil, which is this other group that has now come up that I don't even know if they have a name. They're the new, like the new order. There's a serial killer called, yeah, I think it's like the new order. It's like the new order. And there's a serial killer called the Night Slasher who's connected to them. Yeah, whatever. They're out trying, they're just like murdering people right and left, mostly young women, but they'll murder pretty much anybody that gets in their way. Uh, You're way over three or four sentences. (laughs) I shouldn't push you today, huh? I should be sweet and nice. You look really pretty. You got a haircut. She looks really nice. They'll kill anybody who gets in their way, and essentially they hone in on Rocky IV's Russian woman um, because she witnesses them in some middle of some murder thing. Also Flavor Flav's uh, hookup in the hot tub. Yeah. Anyhow, lots of really stupid shit happens in this horrible piece of garbage this injustice to the film industry. Okay, I think and that's, that's pretty much my that's synopsis. A, that's, that, that's a fairly accurate synopsis, actually. This movie. Now, I should before I get into the before I get into the actual little bit nitty gritty about this movie, I will I will say that I actually saw this movie in the theater and haven't seen it since. I, as a child, I remember thinking while I was watching it, it was kind of awesome, but I was ten. But within like within days 
of watching it. As a 10-year-old, I, I thought back and I went, you know, I don't think that was really a good movie. And that was one of my first experiences of, of realizing that a movie could be fairly terrible. You know, like it could actually be a pretty bad experience. And so, like, part of this, like, part of my cho- choosing of this wasn't necessarily per se because it was a great, happy memory of my childhood. Although, I'm not going to lie, I had so much more fun watching this than you did. Although, part of it might have been because you were really not enjoying this at all. Oh, man. <laughs> like, like, like... It, <laughs> I, I, we're recording this right after the movie because I think we want to really get Allie's reaction not dulled by time. You know, like I, I, I don't <laughs> even know if y'all even understand. I'm not even Southern, y'all. I don't even know if you even understand the the, the level of like it's a damn good thing I did not have to watch this movie without you know the ADD distractions of. Other things in the world. Oh yeah, she was like she was hiding she... her phone behind her notebook. And oh, I wasn't tweeting. even hiding it after a while. Yeah. I was like, We're well, you started be... showing yeah. me the tweets. Like, where oh, you're just play Peggle now while we have this. Oh, oh another another explosion. Anyway. Oh, no big deal. Got to play Peggle. Anyway, uh, so but this this movie um, this movie has an interesting little uh, little bit of a past because um, well interesting because it's ridiculous that it should have ever been made. But um, first of all, it's a Golan Globus movie. You know, which, which which apparently they must have produced all the second tier Stallone movies of the, you know. Someone was in bed with somebody, is uh, all I'm saying. Well, they were cousins. I hope they weren't in bed with each other because <laughs> they weren't even Southern either. Many things uh, could happen. But, um, know. you know, Allie thinks this was the movie that financed uh, Over the Top. No, no, here's what I said about that. Let me find that note. <laughs> I said, I feel like he did Cobra to fund the feel-good movie Over the Top. Whereas, I don't know. I I I honestly believe Cobra is more true to his own vision of the way the world should be. Right, but this came out before Over the Top, isn't yes, that right? Did. Okay, so, but, and in the movie, and we'll get to this at some point, but there were two, I count them at least two, probably more, but I wasn't paying attention because Puggle was way more interesting. Um, you missed a lot of mo- really amoral violence. Moments. Of over the topedness, yeah, that went on. Well, with you know, I will say this: movie, moments. Honestly, if you would switch the titles of these movies, I know he's called Cobra in the movie and all that, but this movie really is more over the top than over the top. It really Whereas is. over the top, he could he has his cobras. He's been working his cobras out in that truck. I guess those are really pythons. I I think I think it might be time to exit, John. <laughs> just exit the room. Don't come back. No, no. Anyway, let me just take over, y'all. No, she doesn't need to be taken over because oh, she man. she didn't watch the movie, so I got oh, no, I got to pick up a lot of the, the slack. Anyway, so this movie was originally one of the one of the bits of history about this movie is that um, this movie started out as Beverly Hills Cop uh, because Stallone was uh, apparently brought on to, to in the early stages of Beverly Hills Cop, and he took took one look at the screenplay and said, uh, "This is uh, way too funny and entertaining." Uh, we need to make this into more of like an action movie with like no morals in it at all, and so it was rewritten into uh, into this move, this high budget explosion festival, and the producers of the movie of Beverly's Cop went, uh, "This isn't really what we want to do, Sly." Uh, you know, and also Stallone apparently had been re- reading this novel Fair Game, I'm guessing, because he basically straight. I'm up- sorry, he reads. Oh man, he does. He he reads. He reads. He's not as dumb as he looks. I know he's the man not. made, a mil- did, the man I mean, made millions. Did, I know he wrote. He Rocky. knows what he's doing. I know he wrote Rocky. I give. I'll, I'll give I'm just that. saying he, he he's he's stupid like a fox. Uh, Believe me, these movies are stupid like a fox. Because let me tell you something, Cobra was not a flop. I thought it was a flop for years, but honest to God, I think it made like five times its budget in in profit. It, just it oh no, the it, it was thing. a it, 
well, you it know, ever happened to humanity. Well, and unlike Over the Top, this movie had an explosion budget. Oh my god! At least that movie had heart. This had nothing. Yeah, I'm just saying. This you had Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte. Whatever the hell. Brigitte. Let's just Brigitte. run and hide. Anyway. Oh, but anyway, so uh, he 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 turned it into this. This festival of terrible. And he's also the de facto director of this movie. It's uh, That's one of the reasons I didn't feel too bad about possibly getting the director's name wrong at the beginning of this is because everyone in the world knew that this was a wink, wink. Yeah, you're the director. Nudge, nudge. No, this was, this was Stallone. Stallone's show 100%. I think this is Stallone's pure id in movie form. You know, it's I think his... it was his pure ego. Well, I was going to say, oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, that, that's actually where I was going. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going with that, you know, which is technically, I guess, to continue the trio, a super ego <laughs> compared to most people, you know. And so, so at at any rate, this this movie, which um, really I think was ultimately a showcase of how to make a really crazy knife. Uh, oh, when you yeah, get that down knife is pretty awesome. Well, the, the, apparently the knife was when the guy who designed the knife was told, "Oh, I'll make a knife that nobody's going to forget." You know, and I honestly remember that knife more. I knew this is what I remembered about this movie. Like having not seen it since 1986, it's been almost 30 years since I've seen this movie. I remembered there was a knife. I remember there was a hook impalement and I remembered his name was Marion. That <laughs> was it. And mirrored sunglasses and a matchstick and in his mouth. something about this made you think... Perfect movie well, for our well. I knew podcast. I knew it's a movie of my childhood. Now I do understand that it this, was I, I, no, I, I, no. I because I as I said, this it was, was a life changing moment where it was you a moment realized, where I realized that movies, movies could be bad. I and I I will, gi- honey, I will give that to you. And and it's since it's been a life changing moment rewatching it, realizing that bad movies could be so awesome if your wife suffers enough. Because <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching this. To be honest, <laughs> I really had fun. Like, like it start like, like the movie kicks off with just it's such a great oh, oh, beginning. I, let me let me let me just take this moment. Let me no, just, no, no, let me, no, no, no. You're gonna get the. I, I want to make. Let me check your notes. Well, I'm sure. gonna take this moment. No, I got no. You, you. That's before. That's after what I was gonna oh, say. Well, then you can. Go the movie begins stuff. before, before anything else. You get like all these like scenes of like red, and you know, and and Stallone slurring through like some sort of dialogue like I have no idea what he said for half of it but it ends with crime is the disease I'm the cure well yeah which is the best that's even better than than the commando tagline right right when that it's so dumb and right when he he he, in the whole time you see this gun this gun with a cobra on it on the handle and it's and, and all of a sudden at the very end of it what is that? Knife is the cure and I'm the disease or whatever it is. Our Stallone impressions are sounding more and more like someone with unwanted dental surgery. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, you have a full frontal of this gun pointed right at the camera. <laughs> full frontal is definitely because if you want to talk dick metaphors, this movie is loaded with There was dicks. so much penis going on this in this movie. This is just big, veiny guns. And, and the I'm, throbbing, veiny purple I'm, guns. I'm from the, the, the world of, of theater. Oh, and, are you? Shut up. And <laughs> and we learn early on if you ever use a gun on stage or even on set, you just you never point a gun directly at the audience. And of course, this I mean, it was like <laughs> this, was this gun was like we're we we just I felt like that gun pointed <laughs> at me. A, it was I a literally it felt was a metaphor. I literally <laughs> felt like I was being like it was like yeah, like not a threat, but like a, a challenge. <laughs> Like I, felt, I dare you to finish I this movie. I dare you Allie. to finish Go this ahead. movie Go without lots it. of booze 
and shooting up. And you're sober. And I am as sober I'm even as sober, which is it, really strange. This, I was so miserable to be watching this and not oh, have anything. Oh, and it's so to sad drink. because you know what? This is really like a feel-good Christmas movie when you get down oh to my it. God. Yeah. Well, well, well. Toll oh. booth Santa made it appear. Yeah. So. Oh, well, we'll get to that later, or maybe. I, I so, mean, so. But um, but in the beginning of this movie, what it start it starts out with like you know like all these cut scenes. It's like cutting back and forth between this dude in a car driving to a to a grocery store. Meanwhile, like in like. Like, and then it and like in red, if I remember correctly, he, like he's all in red, and then it cuts to like these this I don't know this crazy murder cult with these people banging axes oh, together. The choreographed axe dance, it's like clank clank. It was like watching the worst production of Stomp ever. I mean, <laughs> like, I've never was... seen a more embarrassingly bad, and to the music that didn't work. Like yeah. I just it. And I had forgotten, you know, like a lot about this movie. So when it first, when the, I thought that was, I thought for some reason this was Cobra just going to the store. <laughs> And so the guy pulls into a handicap space, yeah. and I'm like, "Whoa, Stallone's a bigger dick than I even remember." Well, in this yeah, my movie. favorite part about it was like, "Ooh, first because you, you don't ever see the guy's face until later, but you know, it's like, ooh, the motorcycle is parked in the handicap zone." And I wrote equals rebel. Yeah. Like the whole oh, idea yeah. was like, "Let's serve it up, and how does and it, it taste?" It's and so then it, so bad. this guy walks in, and he's just weasel face dude with a mustache. Actually, not Stallone. He's like pushing people out of the way, and then he basically. Out of nowhere, like, you know, he, like, in this crowded grocery store, you know, super 80s grocery store, you know, like, he he just pulls out a gun and starts just shooting, mostly at this point, shooting, like, goods and services. Yeah, like he's for just no reason. Think, honestly, I felt like, I was like, oh, my God, it's the scene from Repo Man. <laughs> it's Repo Man, because he's just blowing away, like, you know, merchandise, like, crazy. Like, he blows a sh- Like, this is a movie where everything explodes. It's yes. like, you know, that, that there was like a season of The Simpsons around like 94, 95, where I think every episode had an explosion that made no sense. You know, like, like Wiggum would throw like the moonshine over his head and it would blow up, or Bette Midler threw that trash into the car and it swerved and exploded. Like, it just, this movie, everything is, ex- everything has like a little bit of like got a charge TNT. On there's yeah, like, there's, there's like, there's, there's a little bit of nitroglycerin on everything in this movie. So, like, at, like the shopping, there's a shopping cart that blows up, up when he hits like, it and flips through the air. Like, you know, he shoots a, at one point, he, and at one point he shoots a guy in the back, and the guy falls across a Christmas tree. And I'm fairly certain the tree exploded a little bit. Yeah, and then my favorite part is the close up of the of the snowman with his hands up. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot that was awesome. It's like and really. Actually, your favorite part of the movie was seeing Pepsi free. No, yeah, I was just about to say that. that, that what I started to do at this point was I was still I have to get, I have to give it a, I'll give it a little bit of credit. At this point, I was like, okay, what's going to happen here? I'm a little bit into this into this movie, and I I'm a little bit of a sucker for all the '80s like. Packaging and old because that I know, like the original, me, the Pepsi, original Pepsi, like, things like that. that I still think of back. Pepsi as looking like that. Yeah. Pepsi hasn't looked like that in twenty five years. I know, years. and it just takes me back. So I love stuff like that. So I loved the idea that here we were in this grocery store, and I was getting to sort of like, ooh, what do the tampons look like? Oh. You know, I was like really into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the weirdest thought I've ever. <laughs> and then they had parquet. They had when parquet. was the last time you've seen parquet? Does that even exist? And then you know, at, oh, so, but then so Stallone so gets called. Stallone gets called, and he and he and he pulls up in his awesome car, which I it's a hot rod. I think it's a Mercury. You know, and it is it's actually it actually says awesome. 50 as the license, the, the license plate and I'm plate. fairly certain if I remember correctly that was Stallone's real car and they built but they built some mock-ups so that could be wrecked but like like the scenes where the car is actually in good shape is his it's actually his car which is so perfectly egomaniacally Stallone yeah. I'm gonna use my own car yeah, well, it's a great car what do you want, what oh, do you want? Uh, it's awesome it's awesome it's 50 times more awesome than any other car so he goes so he, he's off. called in he's Cobretti so Officer Cobretti the Cobra they, uh, the uh, Art LaFleur the uh, the guy who looks like a catcher's mitt from catcher's in, who's actually in um, Field in of Field of Dreams where he actually doesn't play a catcher's mitt no. but um, you know um, he but he uh, he's like gotta gotta call the Cobra 
And so they get there. The, the cops are everywhere. This guy's got hostages. And Cobra works for the zombie squad, you know, which is the zombie, the zombie squad. squad. Which, by the way, would be an awesome movie. Like if, like if it was an Expendables-style movie with, like, these old action stars killing zombies. Can we just move on? Okay. Anyway, he goes in. He, he, he goes in the store. Mirrored sunglasses. So mirrored sunglasses face. because, oh, Wars God, eyes. man, you know, this movie is this movie is an ode to mirrored sunglasses because it's the 80s. Match in his mouth. Match in his mouth. Match stick the whole movie has a match in his mouth, you know. And, uh, you know, like, basically, he, he goes in. The guy shoots him a few times. He ducks around some stuff. And, honestly, legitimately a moment that I laughed out loud, and I think it was a real good laugh, and I think Allie actually enjoyed it, too, is uh, he put, like, he hides behind a display, like a Pepsi display, next to, like, there's a bunch of things of beer, you know, and he hides behind that while the guy's shooting, and he just picks up a Coors Banquet beer and just starts drinking it. I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Okay. So, but then this is this is where, and then he goes in the they go, he yeah. goes to the freezer row. Those free, the freezer row was the most amazing thing for me. Yeah, that was. I swear to God, I like it's like there's dry ice. The, the doors are open on the yeah. freezer row. There's dry, dry ice. ice it looks like a out. heavy metal music video. There's and it was so kind of awesome because not only was there dry ice and and heavy metal music video ness you know essence coming out, but they had the one extra that they found. Is is in a wheelchair? Just oh yeah, sit in he's the just freezer like, aisle. he has his hand in his head. Like he's like, oh, I can't poor guy didn't even get I to show I can't believe face. I'm in Cobra. Yeah, it's like so bad. But okay, so 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 Stallone goes into the back and he finds the hostages and he finds you know crazy eyed whatever yeah, the guy's like, man. You know, the guy's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna. He's he's got a bomb in his hand yeah. and he's you know he's got a gun on this hostage and he's like, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna blow this place all to hell. You know, blah, blah, blah. and Stallone has uh, probably one of like I love this line. Allie hated it because I don't think she was in the spirit of the movie the oh, way no. I was. But he's like, okay, I don't shop here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and then he throw, he pulls his knife yeah, out. He, 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 pulls, he pulls a knife out, uh, Stallone does, and he throws it like freaking, like a, like a, like a star. Like, right into the dude's right chest. Right into the dude's and chest. Then he gets, and the guy flips over and then he shoots him. Okay, oh. and, and, and it, it was at that, that moment, at that moment that I wrote my very first no. Yeah, she yeah, and she did. Literally she just held it up. Wrote, no. no, and it, I'm holding this up to the microphone so you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just says no. Period. And she held that up to me, you know. And then the next, oh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read her next note. I I can't even take notes anymore. Like all they do is kick his tire, which I like. Oh, that's that's when um he. That's that's after. Yeah, that's, that's, after. that's that's well yeah, after. That but happened. I love that it's like it looks like it's one note. <laughs> But, like, so he goes outside, and there's reporters everywhere, you know, and, like, they're like, what are you, uh, do you kill, do you have to kill that guy? And, you know, this is, this movie ultimately, this is the moment when you realize this movie is taking the thesis that is so Reagan era and so horrible and so amoral. Like, it is so pro-police state in the worst way. I think nowadays I, I'm sure we'd be all fine with it, uh, politics. But, um, you know, it is so, like, you know, like, those criminals can get away with anything. We ought to be able to stop them kind of stuff. You know, uh, he, but like, so this, this guy's like, did you have to kill him? You couldn't have taken him to trial, blah, 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 you know? And he grabs this police guy who's, I can't remember his name, but he's throughout the whole movie and he's an annoying whiny son of a bitch with glasses. He's supposed to be the bad guy. He's kind of like the Walter Peck of this movie, I guess. You know, he's always in, in Cobra's way. And he grabs him and over to the, the, the sheet with the body of one of the that victims. Wasn't the guy. No, he took the, the reporter. Was it a reporter? It was a reporter he did this to. Oh, no, it was a reporter. Was You're a reporter. right. Yeah, he grabs it. Yeah, that's right. The reporter was in his face about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he gra- No, he goes into that other guy later. The reporter, he shoves, he opens up a sheet on one of the victims that guy shot and shoves his face into the corpse's face and says, you tell that to his family. Yeah. 
It's like, shut up. What, what an amoral dick I think dick that was when are. I wrote, I, I can't even take notes anymore. Yeah, I think that's yeah. when I actually wrote Yeah, that's probably. Words. You know, so he... So he goes home after you know his 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 tough day at, at the office to his pretty awesome uh, you know apartment near the beachfront. He pulls into a space and pushes a car like full of like you know these you know these uh, these Mexican guys like were in like a big car like he just drives up pushes it with his car out of the way so he can get into his space and the guy gets in his face like hey what are you doing you know which is which makes sense uh-huh. I would be like what are you doing you asshole. And he tears the guy's shirt and tells me better, like you know, clean up his act, you know, and then walks off like, like what a dick. That's where the guy. It's kicked, our hero. That's and where the guy kicked his tire. Yeah, it's like there are like four or five of them, and they don't like you know, and they're all dressed as like you know, they've got like the hair nets and the hair slicked back like the Rodriguez brothers from uh, <laughs> from Repo Man, you know. But um, so he gets home, he opens up what a what looks like the freezer. Yeah, to bring out what looks like eggs in a pizza box, and he he cuts, cuts his pizza, pizza with, with a scissors. scissors. And then, and then we get into some straight up gun porn because it turns out that egg that egg carton is actually full of like a gun cleaning kit, and he's just you know lovingly like taking apart his gun and cleaning it and oiling it and doing gun related and things. all that stupid dick crap that was going on. All I'm paying attention to is as he turns on the television, um, we get a commercial of Toys, Toys R Us. Yeah, it was pretty which fun. Which was pretty awesome. And then we get a news report about the Night Slasher, and yeah. that's where you learn there's a serial killer going around. Oh, and the reporters had asked him if it was some relation to the Night Slasher thing, right. you know, when he was coming out. But, like, there's a there's a serial killer who's killed something like 17 people at this point, and none of them are, seem to be in any way related. You know, um, so... Uh, you know, like, basically, you know, like, they, they have no clues. Like, all the people, like, there's, there's no relation to what, the way that people are dying. There's, like, a, you know, like, a, a sick child, uh, you know, a nurse or something. Like, some old guy, you know, like, it's just random people with no seeming connection are being killed by some sort of serial killer. And then we cut to a really, you know, a couple of some nice amoral scenes of, uh, of vi- people getting victimized and murdered, you know, which apparently uh, to keep the movie from having an X rating. Some of the violence had to be excised from those scenes. Um, and then we do a nice uh, establishing shot, and we get to see the Mugs Up Coffee Time sign, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was about the best thing about the movie. Yeah, but it, but we get, but like, basically what happens is you, you see you see two people get murdered. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, right. three. No, two. Oh, you, you thought the there was two. a third. Oh, okay. You, oh, you, you were right, thinking there right. was a third. That's but true. It, uh, You're right. You're yeah, right. But while the second one's getting murdered, like, like, and it's always a van, and there's a bunch of people involved in it, uh, this woman comes and like the the band rear this woman and another woman comes out who looks like a poor man stalker Channing as I said earlier and she you know she's like I'm so sorry I ran you know and while you know like are you drunk she's like yeah <laughs> you know and then like all these other guys come surround her and start murdering her and as they're propping her body up on like a bench uh, Brigitte Nielsen pulls up in her jeep and in in her eighties eightiesist hair that oh, ever eighties oh, hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's super eighties hair. Well, I mean, everything about Brigitte Nielsen is super. It's 80s. Elizabeth Shue's hair in in uh, Adventures in Babysitting. The girls of the podcast listening. I know what. Inv- I know what. I. I- I know what Adventures in Babysitting do, is. Do, do you know what Elizabeth Shue is? I know what Elizabeth Shue is. I'm <laughs> I am aware of the works of Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so basically, um, what happens is she witnesses or Karate Kid. Yes, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> or Back to the Future. 
Okay, I, can we can we move oh, yes, on? We, we, yeah. we I'd don't... much rather talk about Elizabeth Shue than this horrible piece of crap. Well, I'd movie. Rather, I, to be honest, I'd much rather talk about this movie than Elizabeth Shue. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be brutally honest, uh, I don't I don't think I've ever seen an Elizabeth Shue performance where I thought, "Yay, Elizabeth Shue deserves a career," any more than Brigitte Nielsen did. You know, but at least Brigitte Nielsen was dating the director, the de facto director of this movie. Uh, so anyway. She sees this. She sees this creepy, creepy dude who kind of reminded me of the guy who played Mordred from uh, from Excalibur. Um, in but uh, but like yeah, he's this creepy, creepy dude. He's the he's the actual guy who's doing most of the killings with this real fancy knife, Bad you know, eyes. which yeah, and big creepy eyes and a scully face, you know. So so she drives, she freaks out, drives off. They get her license plate number, and you see the woman like. You know, like the woman gets her license plate number and then it cuts to a scene of someone at a computer screen typing in that license plate number and it cuts back and it's that woman and she's in a police uniform. So obviously she's... The cult has infiltrated the oh police. Oh my God. You know, and, um, and, then it, and then it cuts to... This is probably one of my favorite scenes where Allie was... I can't believe Allie was having none of this scene because it was so hilariously bad. Because it's shot like... It's like it's like a photo shoot because Brigitte Nielsen's clearly a model. Oh, no, no, no. We're not there yet. We're oh. not there yet. We've, we, we've got to hit one more mo- moment right before that. The, the You see the, the, the computer screen, whatever, and then you... then you Cobra's getting his, his ass chewed out from, you know... Oh, yeah. From, from Catcher's Mitt and, and little dinky guy with glasses. And, and they're all yelling at him at the cop house. And then he's with his buddy, Gonzalez, who's... Um, Poppy from uh, Poppy. Seinfeld. Allie literally Poppy. stopped the movie in the middle to to, to look him up because yes. she was dri- I was, being like, driven he was driving crazy. me crazy. I couldn't figure out who he was. I'm like, oh, it's Poppy. Yeah, he peed on on a couch. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he's really he's actually the best thing about this movie in my opinion. But um, <laughs> but uh, but he they're they're rolling eyes at each other and laughing because they're buds, you know, him and Cobra. And and right at the end of that, after like the whole you know takedown, you gotta follow the rules, Cobra. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna follow you. Stupid rules or whatever, and no they rules, walk just right out back, out of the office, and walk right into a firing range inside the police station. I think they have they those, shoot honey. with their own gun. No, you don't have to check in. You don't have to like well, nothing. Just hey, walk hey. in and shoot. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now: the zombie squad doesn't need to listen to their stupid rules. I see. They're the zombie squad. Laws don't apply to them. It is right after the, this that John is, is telling the story about this weird photo shoot with David Rashi, who's, who's the Oh, he's so underutilized. Like, but, poor TV Brigitte, sledgehammer. He's great. But Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte. Whatever. Brigitte. She, can, she can suck it. Um, Nielsen is is doing this horrendously weird-ass photo shoot with with robots and like and, these, like these like look but, like 1960s like sci-fi but the robots. The music that they put over <laughs> this montage is the worst yacht rock I, sadness. It's I've not ever... yacht rock, honey. You you I don't think you know what yacht rock I don't know is. If you know what anything is. Anyway, <laughs> it's not yacht rock. It it's like it's point, like Miami Sound Machine sounding it, stuff. It, it might have even it, been Miami it, or the love theme from Cobra by Gladys the love, Knight. But it was at this moment <laughs> that I literally wrote these words. This is a very short podcast because. I was done. I'm oh, like, you're not we're done. Over. We're you, over. We got so much more to talk about. This movie contains multitudes. You know, so this is not Mary Poppins. <laughs> no, it's not. But like, yeah. So, so we got a totally underutilized uh, David Rash. I mean, and seriously, these robots look like they look like giant versions of like toy robots from the fifties and sixties. And they keep doing these weird close up shots. And she's in of them. so many different outfits oh and like so many different hair the and makeup. This shoot would have literally taken days. For the amount of like stuff that's going on. This this, this movie is garbage. Yes, we, we. 
okay, it's fine. It's fine, honey. You can believe these awful things about this movie, but you you showed me girls just want to have fun, and this oh movie's God, much this funnier than girls just like, want to have fun. I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously, like, I would marry girls just want to have fun. Oh, what a horrible incestuous <laughs> marriage that would be for you, since you've lived that life. Uh, but so so she leaves, and it, you know. So she leaves this uh, into the parking garage with David Rashi, and David Rashi is clearly trying to sleep with her, but he's in, in the most pathetic way possible. He's just like, oh, come on, you know, I'm just trying to help your career out. Like, he's not even being pushy about it. He's being whiny and beggy about it, and she's just like, no, no, I will not do that. No. And then all of a sudden she's like, Dan, Dan, look out. And this like, guy comes up behind him with an axe and just starts, he just gets, like, jumped by, like, three guys with axes who, like, basically kill him right in front of her. Like, and she runs off screaming. You know, she's chased all throughout the parking lot by people trying to kill her. She gets to a, a, an elevator door, tries to pull it open, and a security guard comes out with a gun. Yeah, because they have guns. I think they do. This is the 80s. Everyone had a gun. Mm-hmm. This is America. You know, and he starts shooting them. And, and I they... start thinking about how, I can't even believe her 80s wig perm is still staying on I know, head. it's amazing. Uh, you know, but like, but he goes and starts shooting at these guys. And then, uh, you know, the, the killer guy, you know, is like, you know, the, the creepy killer guy is, I think his name is Brian Thompson. The actor is like, kill her. And they just take the van. <laughs> This van, and this scene, I literally, this van, they, they, just, they drive full force. I didn't remember this at all from my childhood. Full force, this van drives him, drives into the elevator doors and squashes the guard between it. And I actually watched this, and I actually went, oh, 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 when I saw it, like, un- unbidden. Our, uh, our oh, I'm sure, I'm sure I did. Yeah. You know, but, like, well, that movie peaked it. The dog's barking now. And, you know, like, it was... It was just, it was so amazing. And so she ends up, so she ends up like getting, escaping, Hiding going, away. you know, yeah. get, getting to the police and they're, they're, they're questioning her. And that's, that's around the time Allie looked up and found out it was Poppy from Seinfeld. <laughs> you know? I also, I also wrote this. This whole movie is shot like an artist decided to smoke a lot of pot and masturbate the shot list. Because and, I'm telling you, well, it's the worst like, like I said, created Garbage. Like I said, and and part of it is like as I said, part of it is another fact about this movie is was again this movie was given an X rating. Apparently, it was a lot longer. It was like forty minutes longer, you know, like when in its original cut. Uh, I, I think there's a bootleg version out, but it's never no. been officially released in its full version. But supposedly, like, there's a whole bunch of other scenes, like, a lot of really violent other scenes, and a lot, you know, and a whole bunch of other scenes kind of, I think, getting more into what the cult was about and everything. But, like, for time, the studio wanted time, you know, you know, trimmed it for time, and but they had to mess the pacing yeah, of the movie up. Ma- they couldn't. They couldn't ma- match like- the sound right or whatever, like the cues right. So there were parts they slowed down and parts they sped up, and it just. It looks very strange in parts. Like, and you just see, like, when people die, they, like, slow down for a second and grab things. But it, it, it looks really, like, almost pixelated. It doesn't look... It's horrible. It doesn't look like real good slow-mo. And it doesn't look like directional, like, slow-mo with a point. You know? And then other parts, there's things that, like, things that probably should have happened in slow-mo. They're just quick explosions. Um, but... So she goes to the police. They're like, we're going to watch you. We're going to save you. You know, or whatever. And she's, like, she's in the hospital. And... You know, obviously the cop that the secret cop uh, spy is there so she can alert where her location is. Stallone goes home to his private files because, you know, of course he keeps criminal files at his house on a computer and starts like trying to find her police sketch of this guy. And literally this movie, and I don't think it was 10 actual real minutes, but it felt like 10 minutes of Stallone just doing his homework. He's like at a desk flipping through and it's cutting through to scenes of like the killer guy putting motor oil in his hair to turn it black. And, like, getting a pair of, like, prop glasses so he can sneak into the hospital to get her. And they, like, and, and of course, uh, the, the, the female cop calls 
the uh, calls away all the all the zombie squad guards away, and other guards go to Cobra. Other criminals go to Cobra's house to ambush him. Here are the three things that I wrote during that ten minute break of insanity, stupidity. No, nobody goddamn cares about. I hate you, Walter. <laughs> Who the fuck is that actor, Rennie Santoni? And this is where I started looking it up. I'm actively miserable right now. <laughs> so the yeah. things I wrote down. And she, by the way, she wrote these things down, and she said most of these things <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over again. I mean, it was literally like, like watching a movie with a tape loop of someone going, this movie is terrible. No, I hate you. I'm actually... I may have to get a divorce. <laughs> this movie is terrible. I hate you. I may you. have to get a divorce. <laughs> this movie is terrible. And it gets on and on and on. I have but, to tell you, I'm actually a really positive person. This actually made me hate the world. I know, and, and the funny thing was, right around this point was whenever I actually had, you know, some excitement because what happened was, you know, the, like Stallone gets ambushed right outside his house because he realizes he gets a call from uh, from uh, from Gonzalez, Tony, you know, being like, I don't know why you you called me away for like they called me away from here, or like he's like, where are you at, you know, because he mentioned like something. He's like, I'm a, I got called by the station. He's like, who's guarding her, you know? And he's like, oh no, you know, he goes running out, and then these guys are here, like all these guys with like stocking like uh, pantyhose pulled over their face. You know, and a couple of them with, like, ninja masks, apparently, like, just show up. And he just starts beating the shit out of me. Like, he does this he does this kick into this dude's chest that, like, apparently the guy was didn't realize he was attached to a wire when Stallone kicked him. Because it, it pulled him, like, 15 feet through the air. And I wrote down in my notes, Stallonery! Yeah. Because this was, this was all the stuff I was looking for in Over the Top. You know, he, like, yeah, he kicks a guy, like, and at one point he shoots a guy and they show a dummy falling, like, four yeah. or five floors off a building. Um, and then and then we get uh, what Allie's notes, I believe, refer to as... Stalunning. Because the man can run, as we he said it over run. the top. He's just... Oh, you get some great shots of him running. And meanwhile, like, this, the killer guy has, has, has you know, it's cornered Brigitte Nielsen. I think he, he kills a couple people in the hospital, disguises himself as a janitor. You know, he's... You know, she she's trapped, and there's this great, like, almost like a, it's, I, I'd say an homage to The Shining, but it was really just kind of a ripoff of The yeah, Shining, where he's off. not trying to knock, he knocks a hole in the door that, like, you know, like that she's of the closet area that she's hiding in, or like the conjoined bathroom or whatever. And just, you see this hilarious scene of his, just his arms sticking through the wall all the way, randomly trying, stabbing to try and get her. So ridiculous. And, you know, and you see, she makes it, like, she manages to, like, like, get away from him, push the door open, run. And she's in the hospital halls. And I don't know if anyone here has ever been in a hospital in the middle of the night. Yes. Uh, most people probably have. I don't think in the 1980s they turned off the lights. No. It's like it was like being in an airplane at night. Like like you just see like the strip light, you know, like the emergency lights are the only thing on and the whole floor is dark. You know, I'm like, wait, did everyone in the hospital just go to bed or the nurse is napping? Like there's no one in the halls and it's dark and she pulls a fire alarm and so they do this evacuation and, you know, she runs along with the crowd and the guy gets frustrated and just leaves, takes his glasses off, throws them aside, you know, drifts in you know, if you guys are wondering why I'm being really quiet right now, this, she wasn't I paying attention. She doesn't remember. She doesn't point. remember this. Any I remember of this. it. I just didn't care. And you know, and then you know, like basically, they go back to the they go back to the police station. Cobra's chewed out for the umpteenth time for not following the rules, and he's asked if he has an attitude problem. He says, "Yeah." Just a little one. Because he's a lovable fascist. He's just a lovable, violent neo-fascist. You know, and. 
the next notes I have, and I maybe there was plot that happened in between, but I'm just going to go ahead and jump, unless Allie actually has, uh, let me see, that's, uh, I'd rather vomit than watch this movie. Okay, this happens after. Yeah, um, yeah her only note here was I'd rather vomit, uh, and, and her speculation about doing Cobra to fund over the top, right. which again, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't agree, but that's you, but... He was trying to change his image. Yeah. <laughs> and then he successfully did it, I guess, with what, Oscar? Yeah. So um, so basically, but the best part is we like we get a, we finally get a freaking car chase. I've been waiting for a damn Stallone car chase for, you know, like Over the Top didn't have my car chase. There this, was a car chase on Over the Top. That one lasted five seconds. It was a terrible car chase. This one, all right, the cops don't get called on this one, but that's only because he is a cop, uh, you know. So we get his, we get this Mercury hot rod driving on the 22. freeway, you know, guns on the freeway. How 80s is this? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a huge car chase. All these people are after him. No one believes Stallone, by the way, that there's, there's this huge cult going after They still think this is just one man, you know, despite the fact there are evidence and witnesses and, you know, like whatever. It's like, no, no, no one believes him. Uh, there's this, there's a great scene where he throws the car, like spins the car around, and is driving in reverse so oh, he yeah. can shoot the, shoot the guys, and and the car blows up, yeah. blows up, it does, like again because everything in this movie is story. everything in this movie is highly explosive, yeah. and that's when we see Tollbooth Santa, Toll Santa the, 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 best the sensational ever. character find of 1986, like out of no and, and, and no explanation other than like there's Christmas trees in the background randomly in this movie, and of course I've I you know I didn't grow up in Southern California, so I'm always weirded out or the Southern Hemisphere for that matter. Whenever there's like, I mean, it was never very cold in Charleston at Christmas when it, where I grew up, but it was at least still gray and yeah. at least autumnal, if not wintry. Like I'm not used to this like bright sunshiny, you know, like people in short sleeves with Christmas trees crap. And it, but there's like there's a toll booth operator dressed as Santa for no reason other than hey, why not? You know, we're establishing it's Christmas. Might have been I guess. my favorite mo- part of the movie. Oh yeah, and I, at this other point, other than Poppy, actually, this is where my notes actually get. Uh, I wrote. Uh, oh, oh, that that was, and then at one point he flips a switch that's labeled. He's got a nitrous tank in his car, he so he goes into turbo boost like Night Rider, I guess. Mine says nitrous. The yeah. fuck? I wrote nitrous exclamation point question mark exclamation point question mark, and then I wrote after it. This movie is all caps the dumbest thing. Yeah, and I meant that as a compliment. <laughs> Whereas, um, you know, like, and then. And then, like they, they they do this scene where they're driving over these hills and bouncing. It looks like it looks like a car version of Excite Bike. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's like it, it's like it's like a miniature San Francisco, but this is L.A. You know, I, I feel like somebody pitched this movie, or like pitched this idea, like, oh man, I totally want to shoot a scene or like do something where like I can create. Maybe I want to do an animation where I can like have these people and they're having this crazy blowout, blah blah blah, and I can just hear them talk, like sitting around with beers or whatever, and then Stallone walks up behind him at the bar and is like, "Let's make it a movie." <laughs> Let's make a movie. Hey, all right, all right. I'm going to rewrite this screenplay. There's way too much dialogue. Yeah. You can get rid of all the dialogue. All the dialogue. We just, all we got to do, all we got to do is have me driving around shooting things. And making killing things. Make a couple of one-liners, mostly about how uh, those criminals suck and uh, all the cops, cops need more rights to kill criminals. Yeah. You know, and, you know, basically he, um, the, this, uh, a little, my brain turned off. They, they, they decide Brigitte Nielsen is in too much danger where she's at. You know, and there's after like 5,000 more fights with his superiors about, you know, whether or not there's a big conspiracy or a giant cult of people, you know, they finally get like the they finally get the approval to take her out of the city and they're going to go upstate and hide. Oh, is that where they were going? Yeah, they're going upstate. 
Yeah, you weren't paying attention, were you? I remember did how, notice how Remember she... how it was no longer in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> for the well, rest favorite, of the movie. My favorite part is that they get her in the they get her in the car and they're driving or whatever, and uh, and and apparently they also thought in order the best way to protect her is to put a, put a beret on her. <laughs> oh, I think she wore that of her own accord. Special, special beret. She wore that of her Special own accord because she's 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 fashionable. She's fashionable. fashionable. She wore, you know, like Over so. And I love that the the, the crew that they sent the crew that they sent out oh, yeah. to protect her is Cobra. She and Cobra are in a pickup truck, you know, because his car got destroyed in the car chase. Right. Like, oh yeah, they would have died. By the way, the crash that that oh, car the made. Many things that happened to that car. Oh my God! Yeah, at, they, like the car at one point jumps another car. Somehow, uh, I didn't see a ramp, but there had to have been a ramp somewhere because it literally jumped another car. And then in the end, it like it hits something, flips upside down, flies across in the air, and skids upside down and sideways and lands. And they're fine. Uh, they're fine. You know, they're fine. You know, because no one no one dies in, in car crashes ever in in history. Not you know? the so yeah, they're anyway. so anyway. The, this detail is it's like a Dodge pickup that has uh, has uh, has Cobra and uh, Ingrid. That's her name. I thought it was a Ford. That Ford was. Oh all no, it's a Ford. You're right. Ford's there's all t- over this. There's movie. Fords all over this. We're not talking Dodge. No, no, no. The Dodge hit hit uh, Gonzalez's car at one point when they were trying to like uh. before when they were like before that when the car chase was starting to knock him out of the commission because Dodge is evil and Ford is good. I see. Uh, there had to have been product placement for Ford Must in this movie. Been. Yeah. So they're going away. That's one car, and the other car is evil stalker Channing cop trader and Gonzalez. Yeah. You know, and they so they drive up and they they, they go to a uh, an inn in the middle of nowhere in this tiny little town that has a name like Los Cruces or something I don't know, and they they go to a a motel called the in quotes Crossroads. Yes, the crossroads. not the quote Crossroads, the Crossroads. <laughs> you know, so apparently the V was very ironic or perhaps quoting another uh, neon sign somewhere. Yeah, that's exactly but um. Nice. You know, and we get to a scene where Brigitte Nielsen uh, is in, eating food. She's eating French fries, and we watch her put ketchup on the fries for, for like approximately five minutes. like like. I mean, she's being a little bit of hyperbole, but it's got to be at least forty-five straight seconds oh, yeah. of like, like just upside down squeezing the bottle. Like, and you know, he comments on how much ketchup she has on the fries. It does a close-up, but that is not forty-five straight seconds of uh, like. There should have been an entire ketchup bottle. Yes. Worth of ketchup for the yes. amount of time she sat there squeezing. Because it's not like she was having trouble with it. She wasn't banging it. It was just gently squeezing it and it's just spraying out forever. That's like, like what a great directorial note. Just keep squeezing. Don't worry about it. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Hey, Cosmopolis or whatever your name is. Slam dance. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> guy, I, guy, guy who's directing. <laughs> this is what we're going to do in the shot. <laughs> you know, so, so anyway, you know. Basically, there's this. I, I, it's hilarious as I didn't write any notes for this section because, uh, <laughs> like, at all. I'm like looking. I'm like, wait a minute. Now they're like, my notes actually go directly to the final fight. So apparently, oh, I my, stopped. My, but my, I mean, they I, go, they go, one... uh, they go to this motel and they're and they have they have all sorts of romantic love moments. Whatever. Oh, it's so gross. They're, the... you know, I know they were dating at the time. They but have no chemistry. They have no chemistry. No wonder they broke up. Oh, my God. I think she and Flavor Flav had more chemistry on screen. Terrible. Like, it's it's astonishing how little chemistry She had more had. chemistry with the Russian that she wasn't actually well, that's with. Because, well, yeah, because, well, that was Dolph Lundgren, man. Who doesn't have chemistry yeah, with him? The man brilliant. is a PhD. <laughs> He's brilliant. So, so, yeah, they're at this motel, whatever. There's this weird little, like, conversation between non-Stalker Channing and, uh, and Cobra. Oh uh, yeah, but it, it, it's so obvious she's like, I'm calling my family. Why don't you use the phone in your room? Ah, uh, the line.
mine's down. Mine's you know broken. these small towns. Yeah. You know these small towns, and I'm just gonna. I'm not. I'm not a criminal or a member of a death cult. Right. It's so ridiculous. I'm surprised she didn't have like something hiding her tattoo because they all have this death's head tattoo. Yeah. It, it was like. Oh was yeah, like, I forgot. There was an investigative scene earlier where he was looking through all the flash art, oh, like God. all this like Sailor Jerry flash art, and finding. That was during know. the montage. But but, yeah, but, but the, oh yeah, there's a montage. You or two guys, in this you movie. guys, basically, basically, this movie is Harry Potter and the Death Eaters. Are. Oh my god, it totally is. Yeah, and it's it's the end of Harry Potter when they're on the run. Yep. Oh my god, this movie is JK Rowling, you owe Stallone an author credit. I really do. You better you better you better let him be part of all the books. Yeah. I uh, I was going to play Dumbledore, but they didn't want me to have uh, you know any action scenes and I was like, "No. No, Dumbledore is a fighter. He's a fighter. He's, He's a, a warrior. Fighter. He's not a man He's a of words. Warrior. He's not a man of words. He's a man of action." You um, know? Question for you: When did they get to the lemon, the 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 lemon tree part? Because that's what I want to talk about. Oh, that's after they left the hotels. Okay. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's after. The, yeah, it's when they were trapped. Yeah, like they got trapped at the hotel because the, the, she had called everyone. Oh, and there's this great scene of the cult banging their axes again, and they all get out on motorcycles. And I got kind of excited for this part because this is actually an action scene. Like, and yeah, they, like it's dumb action and it's dumb violence, but at least for God's sake, something's happening. It's you master know. action. Yeah, you know, and then. Basically, blech, I'm just gonna hock up my my lung there. Sorry, that's good podcasting, folks. Uh, so they're all trapped. They're like at the motel. They're getting surrounded by these guys. Uh, Gonzalez ends up getting hurt badly. He's shot, you know, at this hotel at this motel. And and Brigitte Nielsen, uh, Ingrid, and uh, Cobra, who at this point she's learned his real name is Marion, has made fun of him and it's been flirty and gross. I'm trying to skip past that because it's really disgusting. I'd, honestly, I'd much rather watch the filthy gun porn than actually see them uh, making out because it's vile um you know so they, that's when they escape they're driving in like the, their truck ford. their ford truck and they you know they get you know like they're, they're they're it's a car chase in which ingrid's driving stallone standing on the back of the truck shooting people with a gun there's motorcycles chasing them it's very road warrior-esque at this point you know they drive through some flaming tankers and you know, it's just all sorts of crazy violence and they crash and they crash the car. They crash the, the car and they, and they have to run out and they run out to like a lemon field. They're, okay, so they're in this lemon they're in like, field. They're, they're trying to get their lemon tree back from Shelbyville. Oh my God. And this is literally what I wrote. Um, because because uh, at one point, Cobra takes out a grenade and he throws the grenade. Okay, and it just like blows up right <laughs> in this lemon tree field. She actually made me laugh out loud when she said it. <laughs> this is life lessons from Cobra. When, when life gives you lemons, throw a grenade and make, make lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> that rhymes, by the way. That's beautiful. You should uh, put that thank on. Thank you. You I should know. put that on a poster of a kitten hanging off a wire. Yeah, I really shouldn't. You know, uh, <laughs> drinking lemonade. So they're right. So like, yeah, they run. At one point, fall. at one point, they hide behind a tractor, which also says Ford. Yep. You know, excellent. Placement. You know, they, they, there's, there's, you know, some random. And by the way, again, he's. I understand the police have been militarized a lot over the last few years, but even I kind of suspect they don't have those pineapple-style fragmentation grenades, which he has several of in this movie. You know, which are used, you know, he uses all of them. He definitely uses all of them to blow people up. You know, so he's, they, they run away. They, they end up running to a steel mill out of nowhere. Okay, now we're at the climax. And I, literally, I, and I wrote John wrote that. He I wrote, wrote Allie, Allie goes, I'm like, oh, they're running to a steel mill. I was like, oh, honey, we, you know, like, we got to know it's over soon. Because, you, you know, when you, when in, in an action movie, when you run into a steel mill, you know the movie's heading to a climax. There's still a good 25 minutes of this of, movie. Of just though. death. Of just of, of death. Of just, uh, no. Brutal. What, what it is, oh, is it, this, uh, this is literally what I wrote. We're watching, we're probably 10 minutes in. Uh, we, I wrote, I, you said thing. it out loud, yeah. so I actually wrote it down in you, case you, you didn't. You can write it if you'd like. You'd like to yeah. it. Because you said it. You're like, you're watching this and you're like, this is like boring brutality. <laughs> 
was it literally was. I was like, what? I don't care. It oh was yeah, like he's painfully stupid. Oh, and, he, and I gotta say, at this point, like you kind of realize that Cobra's kind of almost a villain in this movie because oh he is for he's monstrous. Like he's a he's a like. I don't know if you've ever seen The Dirty Dozen. It, it was not in the 80s, so unfortunately I can't show it to you. Uh, you know, in, for the, But in The Dirty Dozen, there's a scene. I love that movie, but there's this one scene where there's all these, they're, they're invading this Nazi castle. Mm-hmm. And the guests are not like military people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, like a function where there's all these, you know, like party goers that are just like, they're, not, they're civilians. And at one point they're trapped and they're like basically set on fire and abandoned mm. by the heroes of the movie who are, you know, kind of amoral characters to begin with. And this is what this feels like. It's like, this is just like, I mean, I know they're bad guys, but like, he's so brutal. He sets, he sets multiple people, living human beings on fire yeah, I actually, in this movie. I actually said this like right around this yeah, time. Oh, oh God. I, I have to say, you went, yeah, you made me laugh again with this. You were, you were actually, your miserable sadness in this movie was fairly amusing. <laughs> well, no, no, it wasn't this part. It was, the, it was, it was before that. It was, it was, this was just sort of an observation that like the only way that this movie would have any redeeming quality <laughs> is everybody has to die in this movie. There has to be like, like some threat from some other world has to come down. Like aliens have, have to, to come down and well, like yeah, explode honestly, the no, entire no. I think you would have, I think it would have been fine and I think you're right morally speaking this movie this movie is an atrocity it is a moral it's a vacuum moral vacuum and like so yes for this movie to actually have redeeming social value basically everyone involved with it needed to die at the end yeah like maybe someone drops a nuke maybe they all kill each other they all kill themselves but um and I actually wrote this movie has no moral center around the yeah. same time as you said uh, what you were about to say. Because this is a moment where this guy's walking and the Cobra's been picking him off one by one in, inside this steel mill. And he gets something dumped on him, clearly like gasoline or something. He's like, ah! It's like in his eyes and he's yeah. all upset. And then you look up and, and, and he pulls the, the match, match out of his mouth, lights it. And drops it on this dude and just it was sets him the hell full on Full Chekhov's match. From that's and that's actually and that's actually movie. when you wrote the uh, that's the only way this movie can end yeah. is right at that moment like yeah. and I was like you know you're right yeah it, it was definitely Chekhov and this wasn't the first this wasn't Chekhov's only moment there's another Chekhov no, moment there's another Chekhov moment. and I actually when she said that I'm like oh wait till you see this because I remembered this part from my childhood you know so he finally gets to a point where he's you know he he's cornered the uh, he's cornered the the uh, Brian the, Thompson Brian guy. Thompson the evil guy and it, you know and he oh man I want to sample the, this, these lines of oh dialogue God, so for like a hardcore band this EP. This poor guy gets his fight. He finally gets to speak more than like one line. He gets like yeah. a monologue. And he, and he sounds like Ted Levine in, um, <laughs> in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, guy he really does. He's like, let's bleed, pig. I want your eyes. <laughs> It's just, it is so bad. And he keeps, and he's yelling like random stuff. Oh, it doesn't even make and sense. And then, and like, and Cobra steps out with a gun trained on him and he's got his knife in his hand, you know. And he and, keeps saying, you can't, you can't. Yeah, he's like, me. you can't. You, he has this whole long monologue. Oh. He's just monologuing because this is the part when Academy Award winner, winning screenwriter Sylvester Stallone really comes into his own. He's like, you got to take me in. You got to take me before the, the courts. I'm gonna be insane, and they're gonna let me go because they're wise. You, they, you know, like, and he's going on like this, like they're gonna be, we're gonna be a new order, the, the strong. Wasn't New Order the name of a band? Yes, it was the band that spun off of Joy Division. Yes. Yeah, after after Ian Curtis died. Oh, good. I'm so glad that, that yeah, they the, did Blue the, Monday. That, yes, I'm so glad that Blue Monday is taking over the world. Yeah, but um, 
But uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, New Order doesn't seem macho enough for for a death cult. Oh, uh, they probably wrote the the soundtrack. No, they didn't. Blue. <laughs> no, no, this soundtrack is all like really bad, like Beaver Brown, the Beaver Brown the Beaver band. Brown band. And, I know, and, uh, I know. I was just kidding. Gloria Estefan. No, no, New Order's better than that. We'll yeah, give them that. You know, he's like. You can't kill me. Murder's against the law. And, and then Stallone, and then Stallone says, "This is where the law stops, and I start." Oh and he's gonna shoot him. And I'm like, eh, you know, I'm like, I remember the ending being a little more exciting than this. And then Stalker Channing, who we thought was non, dead, non Stalker Channing. Oh, I'm sorry. For a minute, I thought it really was Stalker Channing. <laughs> like Rizzo just jumps sorry, out. Sorry, Stalker Channing. You're way better than this. She goes. She goes out and then she delivers a monologue. Jab. You've got to be a better president. <laughs> And so, but uh, she gets thrown off. He he kills. She gets killed. I th- actually, I think, uh, like I, I was kind of looking down to write something at that time when she died, and I didn't bother to rewind. I'm fairly certain um, the creepy dude actually shot her with a shotgun. Like I think she was killed by her own ally. You might be right. But then, like, so, but now he and Stallone are grappling, and Stallone's got a chain, and it's in a factory. And I'm like, I think this is the end of at least five different Stallone movies. <laughs> you know, like, like something. Yeah. They start grappling with each other, and like the gun, like the guy almost gets the knife right into his eyes like five times. Yeah. You know, and like it's, it's all really he's holding and fighting. Ups. And then at one point, I actually turned. I realized he was going over the top. Yes, he was twice. doing. Stallone went over the top with that dude. He dug down deep, found the energy to just go over the top and throw him away. And the guy's like sitting there, you know, like giving him like you can't win. I, I feel like this just supports my theory guys. Well, maybe he had the idea for going over the top from here, but I feel like this is just, that was a throwaway movie. This is a labor of love. Mm. But at that point, we like in the background, all throughout the last few minutes of scenes, this hook's just been sliding around all over the, like, it's just like, it's like making a tour of the, of the, of the, of the steel mill, this giant hook. And finally, evil bad guy, night slasher guy gets thrown by Cobra right onto this hook. Like, like, like he's like he's a worm in a bait shop, <laughs> and he squirms forever. <laughs> and our hero, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think worms in the bait shop would have that happen. It'd be well, like if they were actually... worms on the boat having been yeah, bought. Yeah, from the... okay, All right, fine, go. fine. I'll like, just take it to this logical like conclusion. Like a thank me. you. Just take it to the logical well, conclusion I, for me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't at all overly anal retentive. <laughs> that that made perfect sense. Yeah. So so and then our hero, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this great strong moral center of the movie, has this guy hanging on a hook. And apparently, in the original cut, there's scenes of him pushing him deeper onto the hook. Because just it's monstrously, kind of like Mordred in Excalibur. Uh, continuing my my side theory. Mm-hmm. Then he pushes the guy on this hanging hook, you know, like that's on obviously like a fly system, backwards into what like this, I don't know, smelting pit, whatever it is. It's like a crematorium, basically. And the guy just bursts into flame. You see this flaming legs as he's going deeper into the into the thing. And then he run, you know, and then like Brigitte Nielsen climbs down from where she was hiding and running from everything. And he gives her a hug. and, And I remember thinking to myself, if I no matter how much this guy saved my life. I'd be if gone. I saw someone <laughs> impale someone on a hook and then cold-bloodedly stiff-arm them into a crematorium, essentially, <laughs> I don't think my next move would be, hey, are you doing anything right. after this? You know, like, um, is there a Mrs. Cobra? So <laughs> you know, like, it's... Like... So, so, so basically, the movie's 
fairly fairly wrapped up at this point, you know. And you know, yeah, this will probably be a fairly short podcast because Allie's, uh, you know, so enamored of hating this my movie. Mi- my misery right now, y'all. Oh I my can't god. Even. Uh, I would like so... to. I'd like. I'd like to give a, a very just a, just a little shout out slash apology to uh, non stacker Channing, whose real name is actually Lee Garlington, and she's done um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's done a lot. Of, she's done like two hundred and eight. Oh, she's st- she's actually a fairly good she's, actress. She's, she's, not, she, she's she did a good job, and I and I and I literally I feel having because I am an actress and 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 Lord knows I will probably because you're be, you're just not awesome enough to be mean like me. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of I, I just I gotta give her get gotta give her props and and you know we 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 said everybody else's name and we didn't say hers and I would just like to to just give her her props and now we, we also didn't say to... the name of that Weasley jerk cop you know guy with the glasses. Yeah, well, uh, but I don't matter. remember. Yeah, I don't remember his name. He's and not as cool. I, as I'm not the... reaching over the four feet to look on. Right, uh, and I guarantee you, he, he doesn't article. have as cool of, as a name as Lee Garlington. So. Lee Garlington, which yeah. sounds like yeah, Lee Garlington sounds like a NASCAR racer actually. <laughs> but okay, so the movie's not quite over oh, though yeah. because we got to get the wrap up where all of a sudden, like even though they're like hundreds of miles to the north, somehow I guess Gonzalez got to a phone because he's still alive. You know, he's okay. Gonzo is alive. They never called him Gonzo in this movie, which is dumb. They should yeah, have called him Gonzo. That was dumb. You know, I don't know why. I don't know how he wasn't called Gonzo. I don't either. So anyway, Poppy's alive. You know, he's in it. You know, like he he uh, he's going into an ambulance, and Cobra asks if he can get him anything, and he says, "I just want some." Gummy bears, which is the dumb. It's like not even a joke. I'm like, what is this meta? Because they've well, been making, I know he's making fun of his bad eating habits, bad eating but it, like habits. it's not. It's set up like it should be a much better line. That's not a good line, you know. But so. Uh, Catcher's Mitt thanks him, shakes his hand, says if there's anything you need, you know, maybe you can get out of the zombie squad and do some easier work or whatever. And he's like, well, could I just, you know, get a new car? And they're like, yeah, we wish, but that's not in the budget. <laughs> like, wow, the movie even just, you'd think the movie would have let him have it, you know, like even in the fictional world, though. Like, he doesn't even get his goddamn well, you know, car doesn't back. get his car back. You know, I feel like that was the movie's one turn on Stallone's ego, because yeah. you know, apparently he was a monster to work with on this. Um, so... And then um, the the Weasley cop with the glasses, who's been questioning his motives the whole time, says, "No hard feelings, huh, Cobra? You know, I I wouldn't have done it the way you did it, but you know, yeah, I, we were all on the same time. No hard feelings." Hold out his hand to shake. And I, by the way, he repeated that. I wasn't I wasn't repeating myself. He actually repeated himself. Yes, he did. He goes to shake uh, Stallone's hand. Stallone shakes his hand. Then he pulls back and decks the guy, <laughs> you know, which we knew was coming from a mile away. Like that's like when speaking of all of our Chekhov references, when you said Chekhov's neck break in uh, back in Commando, yeah, this is like Chekhov's punch your boss. Yes, because <laughs> this is like he's the guy you know is going to get punched at the end of the movie. He deserved it. You too. know he's yeah, he deserved it. Of course, he was he was awful. And then Stallone hops onto a motorcycle, which I guess he stole from one of the cult members because like because Catcher's uh, Mitt was going to give him a ride home, and you know, and he's like, no, I, I got a ride, and Brigitte Nielsen hops on the on the on there with him. You know, and she's like, come on, Marion, you know, and they drive off into the sunset while while I think the Beaver Brown band is playing the action theme, I guess, from Cobra, you know, and <laughs> and then we and then the credits roll and they're generic. You don't need to worry about that. But at the end of the credits, this is my favorite moment at the very end of the credits. <laughs> After everything is all over, the word Cobra just scrolls up in a, a very just, plain just sans serif font, like, a, like an aerialist-looking font, you know, and it just says Cobra for several seconds right there in all caps. And it's like, like it's, we and as if it's to say, this is what you just watched. Yeah. I want you to think about yeah, that for a minute. Just stew on the fact on that you Cobra. spent 87 minutes watching Cobra, <laughs> you know, oh and so God. that is how the movie ends, uh, you know, and- that that is basically how our marriage ends, yeah, I guess. So thank you for showing up to the very last episode of this <laughs> podcast because Allie's going to be leaving me. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm again, lawyer right now. So yeah, basically my 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 critiques of this movie, you know, on the negative side was they they didn't use David Rashi well enough. Agreed. 
You know, he's way better than this. He Agreed. was so funny in Sledgehammer. Uh, you know, he was he's he's a talented guy. Came up out of Second City, apparently. I, you know, he he's a good he's he's he he could be better. You know, he plays a good asshole. He also had he to actually play... plays a great bat like asshole cop like in Sledgehammer. He yeah. could have played Cobra's role. He actually had to play opposite blah blah blah. Brigitte Nielsen. It's really not that hard. Stupid. She's so bad. She's like she's like not. Oh yeah, she's she's a terrible actress, and she's got a weird freckle on her lower lip, which I I spent a lot of the movie looking at, going, what the hell is wrong with her lip? Does she have like a piece of brownie on it or something? <laughs> you know, like or, like is she be eating chips ahoy? <laughs> I mean, it was the '80s, you know, or soft batch. That was also, soft batch. A, um, you know, you know. So like other pluses of the movie, pluses of the movie, you know, you get some really nice '80s products, you know, floating around. It does actually have some legitimately fun action scenes if you can turn your brain off, uh, which I I didn't even have my brain on when I started, which is how how I got through it. You know, and another plus of the movie is uh, if you can watch it with Allie, she's miserable during it and very funny about how miserable she is. Like, not that she's telling tons of jokes. It's just she's hilariously sad sack. <laughs> like, you were a sad sack for this whole movie. And it was so great, which I guess brings you, you brings me like to uh, do you have any question for me? Do I have any question for you? Oh, yeah. So, John. Was it worth revisiting? You know what? I, she's begging me to say no, but you know, here's the thing. It, I would say it's a qualified, of course. No. no, I actually enjoyed it as the fact it was so terrible. It is a wretchedly, it has no moral center at all, as I've said. It is an amoral nightmare fest. It is but valueless. I think it, but I think, oh, and you know what? I, I, I honestly wish. You know, uh, you know, I could, I, I, if I could find it, it within within a few seconds, I could, I could read you some reviews of Cobra that I remember I reading once that are hilarious. No, they're hilariously bad. So I'm gonna say this: um, I think it is a a movie that's op- honestly so bad it's good. And I will be right back if you want to vamp for a second, Allie. You want me to vamp? Vamp. Vamping. Vamp. Vamp. You got 30 seconds. Vamp. No, less than that. Vamp. 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 1986 is Here we are. Critics across America are raving about Cobra. Sheila Benson of the Los Angeles Times called it hopped up. Gaseous, a lurid, ludicrous, exhausting, enervating, bloody mess. <laughs> uh, Ralph Novak of People, neurotically stupid. Yes. Uh, Glenn Lovell of the San Jose Mercury News said, this piece of steaming crud. Yes. Uh, David Denby uh, in New York, uh, a, a celebration of an American death squad, unimaginably degraded. Yes. Uh, Nina Darton in the New York Times, this film shows such contempt for the most basic American values embodied in the concept of a fair trial that Mr. Stallone no longer even nominally represents an ideology that is recognizably American. Yep. Uh, And then John Powers at LA Weekly, the foulest, greediest, most anti-American movie in ages. He may wear old glory as his diaper, but his work soils everything this country claims to stand for. (laughs) Stallone is is one of... One of the most contemptible figures in American public life, purveying messages of hatred to make money he'll never need. And Joel Siegel, Stallone is dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, John, so wanna... Joel Siegel really is the genius behind us. So I'm curious if you have a question for me. Hey, hey. <laughs> I, I can't wait for this answer. 
<coughs> I almost died. I almost choked on my own, my own, your bile, actually, probably. Hey, was this movie worth watching, Allie? Well, yeah. It was totally worth watching. If, if the whole idea of watching a movie is basically to go kill yourself. If you want a reason to go murder your own self, watch this movie first. Because you literally won't have any reason to live. You'll be like, I, I, you know, I thought I loved my family. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I need no, nothing else. In the, where are the knives? Where are the guns? Give me the pills. I'm out. Thank you. Give me the See, shot. Just, Give me the pills. Just, just, just cut me out of it because I'm gone. I'm a goner. Bye-bye. See ya. Sure. So what we're watch, saying is we're both agreeing this is worth watching in a great watch movie. Watch this movie. <laughs> Two thumbs way up. I'm so glad that sarcasm sarcasm can be read by the sound of your voice because, what? oh, my God. No, no. I don't know what you're talking about. So we both love this movie. I uh, highly recommend it. It's uh, probably a match made in fa- space first in that this is an ultra recommend. I would say watch Cobra at least four times a day, you know, because you, you, you're not going to be able to get enough of the nuance watching it only three no, times a day. No, not at all. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I my, again, my, can't wait ironic, to cuddle up with sadly, my, tonight. my only redemptive reading of this, of this movie can be, can be, hey, if you watch it ironically, it's a lot of fun because <laughs> it is ridiculously bad. Like, I, honestly, like, I think it's a, you have to see it to believe it. Maybe. I, I don't even know that it's worth I, Like, I'm almost embarrassed. To did it ruin it. Oscar for you? I didn't it, see did it ruin Oscar. Stop or My Mom Will Shoot for you? I didn't see that one either. But I will say What movies that, did you ever seen? You've never seen a movie with Stallone, have you? What are you talking about? I, well, I showed you Over the Top. What was that the only about? movie you ever oh, saw with Stallone? all the Rockies. What are you talking about? Really, All the Rockies? Even five? I didn't see five. You, well, you see Rocky Balboa? You didn't. No, you didn't. I I saw pieces of it. I did not see the whole thing. No, you didn't. Didn't that movie come out while we were dating? When did you see it? When it was on television. I think she's lying. Maybe I'm talking. Maybe I'm thinking Rocky Five. You might be right. Maybe I'm thinking Rocky Five. Did he have brain damage? No. It could have been any of the Rocky movies. Did he talk like his mouth was full of marbles? Could have been any oh, of the Oh, man, movies. seriously. Like, the, the, the choice to put a match in your mouth the whole movie was so great. <laughs> so great. So great. So I'm so proud Who of you, Sly. ever, like, All right, speak. so I, I have a pretty clear speaking voice to begin with. <laughs> so what I need to do, perhaps, is maybe just put something in it, you know? Uh, you know, instead of a match, maybe if I could put, like, an entire Cuban cigar sideways in my mouth, or perhaps, perhaps a litter of puppies. Like, Yorkshire puppies, not... I don't, I don't want... <laughs> Nothing big, not like a Rottweiler or nothing. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not a big man. I'm, I'm not a tall man. So I, a Rottweiler, not like a Chihuahua. I'm a man, though. I'm saying Yorkies. That's a man's dog. <laughs> Why did I get that? That, that got really you weird. For weird for me. I really lost that. Lost I lost that, that Stallone. I lost that Stallone. I don't know what that went to. It puts the lotion on its skin, or else it watches Cobra again. <laughs> it went to Stallust. Is what that went to. It was really weird. <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm like I'm like I'm so far away from a good impression of anyone. I, every I, every impression I'm doing now just sounds like someone who had severe brain damage, <laughs> like just a head trauma, which is probably why I was so positive oh about God. this movie. <laughs> oh, oh man, oh I, I think maybe I've had a massive head wound this entire time. That's why I've been I've been so really in favor of this movie because basically I'm warm and sleepy now. <laughs> it's okay to sleep right with my brain hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this we are really devolving here. I think it's because we're we're running short, so I think I'd vamp by just having brain damage for a while. <laughs> so anyway, to sum up, Cobra probably the best movie of 1986. 
would have been the best movie of 1987 uh, if Over the Top hadn't been made, <laughs> according to Allie. I think it's better than Over the Top. I think oh, it's. W- I do think it's better than Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> no. I would watch Cobra again before I watch no. Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Not even in, not even the same ballpark, baby. Well, that's that's. You know what? When you're home alone and you want to watch, well, if you're home alone, you'll probably just watch Home Alone. It's a better movie, <laughs> probably, right? But when you're home alone, you you want to watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun, and I'm not here. That's fine. We can you can watch it. You can watch Shannon Doherty not really be a star of that movie, mm. but I'm gonna watch a movie where Stallone is definitely the star because they cut almost every scene that he wasn't in. Well, here's the thing. I mean, whether you watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun with with Shannon Doherty's sloth eye or you watch, you know, Cobra with, you know, Stallone's sloth mouth. Sloth mouth. Sloth mouth. Sloth mouth. You basically have the same movie. So. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for that. Oh, my God. I Man, just... I want to have more books on tape by Stallone. <laughs> That's what we need. We need to have, like, stately plump buck mulligan. <laughs> Mike Mulligan steam shovel. <laughs> That's actually you're right. Ulysses is not the no, yeah. No. He's gonna be reading Mike Mulligan steam <laughs> shovel, isn't it's he? Really, yes, yes he is. Okay, so he throws his fist against the post, but still he sees the ghost. Okay, I think we've I think we've, we've gotten everything out of the Stallone. Oh my god! You know what's funny? You know what's funny? We fought less on this podcast. <laughs> A movie that you you overtly hated and rage in your heart you, because you could turn the rage on Cobra. I not turned me. the rage on Cobra, not on you. Because we were we were bickering quite mightily on uh, on uh, the Anna the Infinite Power one, and we we both liked that movie. Yeah, I know. We both like the Outsiders. We we had a little little spat well, on there. Well, you have to admit that that you and I do well when we have sort of a common enemy. <laughs> You mean your poor taste in not loving Cobra? <laughs> Come on, Allie, Allie, Allie. I'll give you a Ritz cracker. Calm you down. Okay, so we, we have devolved yeah. into just nothing. I, like the la- you could have skipped this last ten minutes. And I guess we should have warned you ahead of time. So yeah, this is this is gonna be a little shorter than usual. This is actually like the time we wanted the podcast to be when we started, but before yeah. we realized uh, we we're just gonna ramble on. So I guess uh, I guess we can start wrapping yeah, things let's just up. Wrap this up. Uh, yeah, I'd love to apologize to people, but I'm not going to because uh, I, I I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and Ali, Ali, this is a movie you're never going to forget again, oh huh? Oh my gosh, never. I definitely left an indelible impression on my hate. <laughs> yeah, and um, if if uh, if you don't hear from me again, that means that this that Ali's an even better actress than you thought, and she's been really friendly all during this podcast, and it is going to murder me tonight in my sleep. <laughs> murder most. <laughs> you can't murder me until I schedule this to launch. That's true. So let's 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 gotta edit the sound. Let's in. tell people where they can find us. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, you probably found us either on iTunes or at matchmadeinspace.com. Uh, if you. Uh, Really want to hear uh, what we occasionally say, but not very often. Uh, you can go to Match Made in. Um, I'm sorry, I did it again. You did every time. M M I S podcast at twitter.com. You want to give us some long form information? You can email us at matchmadeinspace at gmail.com. If you want to uh, hear what Allie says uh, that isn't hateful and is more encouraging, you can follow her at Allie underscore Goodman. On Twitter, uh, you can follow me at at Hitler Puncher on Twitter, where I will probably talk more about how great Cobra is at some point. It's not great. I'm let's be honest, it's terrible, but it's fun. It's a fun sort of terrible for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess I think that's, it. I think that's <clears throat> about it. I guess. Uh, do we have any shout outs to anyone? Uh, you know. I mean, 
Anything? Uh, um, thanks to anyone who's listening. Thanks yeah, to anyone who's contacted actually, us. Actually, yeah, uh, I've got one hey, shout thanks out. To, thanks to anyone who uh, wants to, well, I don't think anyone ever has, but if anyone wants to write a review for us somewhere oh, yeah, to that increase our profile, that'd be cool. great. We would love that. Um, and, and I actually have one, we have one really loyal follower, listener from like the get-go, which has actually commented on our um on our website a couple of times. So I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Alexis. Yes. And you can follow her at, at the at, you know, sign. And it's L-E-C-C-U-S at Le- Lekus. Lekus. At Lexus. At Lexus, yeah, at Lexus, Lexus. Uh, I believe is what. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, and, and she has uh, gone on record as saying this is exactly what it's like to sit in the house oh, with us right. when we're talking. Yes. So we're. If you if you ever really want to know are we are we putting on a front? No, this is no, how this we is this is how we are pretty, pretty much authentic, all the time. Yeah, this is all the time basically. This is us. Um, so it's yeah, we're we're exhausting actually. We are. I, no wonder we have so little friends now. Pretty tiring. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, this is a match made in space. <laughs> signing off. Adios. Bye.